This is 180 Conversations, with tens of millions of LinkedIn invites, emails going out each and every single week. What are you doing to sound different? It's all about engaging your prospects. But to engage your prospects, you're going to have to think different and you're going to have to sound different. Let's go. Good morning, Dan. Welcome to another episode of Lappin 180 Conversations. How are you today, Dan? I feel fantastic. <laughs> I wish everybody could see me. I got a big smile on my face. I was going to say. And some really neat headphones, too. I look real, don't I? Like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin, can you get one of those softening lights? I do see a lot of wrinkles. <laughs> Oh, how I wish our listeners could see you right now, Dan. I'm sure they actually don't. <laughs> All right. So let's tackle this one. Dan, I'm going to read this to you. Dan, do you guys work with smaller businesses? I run agency slash consulting partnerships for blank, and I am looking for agencies slash consultants that can serve these smaller businesses and join our network. When I say smaller businesses, these are companies with 50 or fewer employees. If you can support companies of this size, I can send you business at a steady clip. To be clear, we charge for these appointments. We don't onboard new partners often, but when the supply of these appointments goes way up, these opportunities arise. Happy to send you more info and hop on a call to see if there's a fit here would later today work by chance. Okay. And this was sent at 1236 PM. Initial thoughts, Dan. I have no idea what they're approaching me on and what stuck out absolutely was to be clear. Well, you haven't been very clear because you've mentioned a partnership. You've mentioned join our network. And then at the same time, something about a fee for appointments. So this is the kind of stuff that so many people do in outreach. They're vague. And then this person goes and says, to be clear, as it ends, <laughs> I still don't know what they're asking me. Am I joining a network? Do I have to pay a fee for the network? Are they sending me people who want sales training, high performance training? Is it just one of those companies, which it more than likely is, that says they can set four or five appointments? every week, right? Those outsourced outreach companies. I don't know what they're called, but you know what I'm saying, Pam. Do you think they intentionally keep it vague to try to engage you? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So that was sent at 1236. At 2.02, this is coming from a different human being. Same company? Same company, different human being. Same day. Same day, two hours later. Okay. And the subject is, Dan, did you get scheduled? Hi, Dan. Blank on my team recently reached out to you, but as the team lead for blank company, I wanted to touch base directly. Getting to the point, as an outsider looking in, I think you'd be a great partner to take sales appointments with the leads we source. And then he goes in to describe Again, it's 50, the fewer companies, blah, 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 blah. So to that end, I wanted to reach out and send you an invitation personally. 
the invite page gives more detail than what so-and-so likely sent over. That's odd. Let me know if you have any questions, but this should be straightforward. View your invitation here. We'd love the opportunity to work with you, and we look forward to next steps. So I already know what their outreach strategy is. So if I'm a company that's okay with that kind of vagueness and a little bit of that big-time bullying, and I say to myself, I don't care how they get the appointments for me, as long as they get them, that approach might appeal. I think, though, for a lot of us, that approach just, it just feels dirty. It feels sleazy. I mean, he's big-timing his own teammate. I know. I, mean, I know. And he's like trying to position Doesn't himself. Feel good. Yeah, he's trying to position himself like he's like he's a team lead. It's like, I don't give a shit what you are. <laughs> exactly. It does, it's just very yucky. And it does seem like it's very odd that it's almost like he's degrading his own employee. Yeah. What was the subject line again? The first subject from John Doe was Dan, referral candidate. The second email that was from Jane Doe was, Dan, did you get scheduled? <laughs> I don't know how our listeners feel about some of these, but you said it, Pam. It just gives you that sticky, yucky, gooey feeling when you read these things and you see how these people approach things and, and how they, ah, I don't know. And my goodness, you certainly aren't eliciting any trust. No, actually, let's go through that. So where does the trust immediately start breaking down? I think in the first email, the trust immediately starts breaking down when I have no idea, no idea what you do, what you're asking of me, and you're making it seem like this is going to be a windfall for me. Yeah. That's when the trust starts breaking down for me. Vagueness deteriorates trust out of the gate. Right. We've, Pam, you and I've talked a lot about this lately. Transparency, honesty, vulnerability, build trust. Vagueness deteriorates it quickly. Exactly. Let's go to the second one. Wow. This one, I just thought this whole thing was odd. You know, making sure my employee reached out, giving you more clarity because my employee probably didn't do so. That whole thing just reeks of skepticism. And the last thing I'm thinking about is these people are peers and somebody I'd want to talk to. That's the last thing I'm thinking about. So you're thinking to yourself, this person is not going to be my type of person. And I don't care what they're offering. There's no trust. I have no interest in engaging. Absolutely none. And to Dan's point, listeners, I think you have to remember Every time you engage with another human being is an opportunity for you to demonstrate that you can be trusted. I always challenge the, it takes a long time to develop trust. My goodness, some of our first interactions can be telling around whether or not we can trust another human being. At least for me, I keep those things in mind. Yeah, I would agree. And to add on, I don't think the trust is always the same. I think there's a certain level of trust that has to be hit. Great point. For someone to be invited in, at least for a conversation. Now, the trust for somebody to do business with you is a different level of trust. And I think that's what happens over a period of interactions. Agreed. So not all trust is the same, but you have to absolutely, in the short 
term, establish some level of it. Exactly. Thank you for joining in for another Lapin 180 Conversations. We'll see you next time, folks. If you're ready to get uncomfortable and level up to high performer status, find out how you can change the conversation by sending us your sales outreach via email or voice recording at podcast at lapin180.com.